Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to gore, sexual assault, slavery, human suffering, mental conditions, death, factual inaccuracies, several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. Tonight on Love Court, you have the right to remain sexy. I'm Sean. Kid, I'm gonna have to slap some chivalry into you. I'm Kelly. I'm looking for a new sword caddy. How good are you at catching arrows? I'm Adam. Remember that Josh Hartnett movie, 40 Days and 40 Days of Working as a Knight? I'm Andy, and this is Acid Pop. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This week, I'd like to thank our patron, Patrick. If you'd like to support us, please look it up on Patreon. We like money. This week, we'll also be talking about knights. Oh, good. It's about time for bed. Good joke. (laughs) (laughs) No, like the the medieval knights. Oh, knights. Sorry. A knight. Like a patera. bed back then, too. Um, So the etymology of knight comes from the Old English... Knicht? <laughs> you sure the K wasn't silent on that one, too? Uh, no, it's a C. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> C's never silent. Meaning boy, youth, servant, or attendant. Oh, okay. So it was a word common to Germanic languages. It got the meaning of military follower of a king or, or other superior in the 1100s. Hmm. I think it says something about how young the armies were back then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. A boy in shining armor. Um, and it began to be used as a, as a specific military rank during the Hundred Years' War. How long did that go on? About 200 years, I think. <laughs> Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. <laughs> so I got some trivia for you. There's no fear of knights, unfortunately. Yeah, they're extinct these days. I looked up fear of knights. I looked up fear of armor. I looked up fear of uh, superiors. <laughs> unfortunately, Nothing. none. Oh, then hmm. we have to create them. <laughs> we must generate these fears. Oh, man. I'll send you both a suit of armor. <laughs> Our guy's getting knighted. Especially if you're not British. I'm sure Trump would do it. We had the best knights, strongest <laughs> knights. Anyway, <laughs> so in trivia, could commoners become knights? Oh. Eventually? Yes. I mean, they can. I thought they, I mean, these days they can, but I think they had to become like a, a wealthy landowner first or something. Yeah, it had to be declared a noble, I thought. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends on what era you're in, because, like, in Regency, yeah, you could be knighted even if you were, like, a shopkeeper, if you did a service to the crown. Sir Cabbage Picker. But I guess that's, I mean, you're you're knighted, but you're not a knight. You don't have armor <laughs> and a sword. But we, we are talking about medieval times for all of this. Uh, no, not Anthony Hopkins. No, not Anthony <laughs> Hopkins. I don't think the queen can call on him to defend the realm. I'm sure he would. <laughs> uh, so commoners could become knights follow-up question how killing a bunch of people that's a good start marrying someone rich marrying someone rich is a good way <laughs> it's a good way to do lots of stuff 
So it was exceedingly rare for a commoner to become a knight. And the way they could do it is if they, if they showed extraordinary courage in battle by doing something like saving the life of a knight. Oh. Or killing a bunch of people. <laughs> it was equally as possible that when you save the knight, he said, you have dishonored me, and he'd just stab you. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that's what made it so brave to do it. You didn't know which <laughs> knight you were getting. Didn't know what kind of knight. I can't tell how much of an asshole he is under all that armor. <laughs> About how many days a year was a knight expected to work? Oh, how many vacation days do they get? I'm going to say we're in England. They're better off than us. Two months. So they work 10 months. It's uh, one weekend a month, two weeks a year. How how many days did they work? So I said 10 months. It'd be like 300. 75. 75. Wow. We'll say just one full month. 30 days. Adam's closest without going over. Wow. Pushy gig. A knight was expected to work about 40 days a year. Jeez. However, <laughs> they could get out of that by paying a small fee. <laughs> <laughs> Here's money. How much do I have to work now? <laughs> so one in 10 days. <laughs> well, yeah. How much in medieval pounds did it cost to outfit an English knight? I don't know. 500. 1,000. 32. Holy crap, Kelly got it exactly. What? <laughs> exactly on. It's about 32 pounds to uh, outfit an English knight in medieval times, which is... Kelly, you witch. <laughs> 32,549 of today's pounds. Oh. Or $41,000. Jeez. That's a steal. So that's what? Armor, sword, horse, squire? No, 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 not horse. Oh. One of those little plumes that go on your hat. (laughs) They just get a stick with a horse head carved into the end. You're a walking knight. There's a follow-up question to that. How many years worth of wages was 32 pounds to an English archer? Archer. Eight. All of them. (laughs) (laughs) My life's work. Birth to death, they would not make that much money. About half. Half years? (laughs) Uh, Sean's closest without going over. It's 10 years of wages to an English archer. So, so 3. Follow... two pounds a year. Yeah. Divide that by 10. Well, That's I mean, I guess... Pounds. Yeah, because if you said it was $40,000, that'd be about $4,000 a year. That's not too terrible, I guess. It's not too great. That sounds pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it does sound bad. I mean, I don't know how much that... I mean, what does $4,000 get you in the 7th century? Yeah. <laughs> What is there to buy? <laughs> I'll have more gruel, please. Choice yeah, of what are the prices today? <laughs> so I have a follow follow up question. What did an English knight's warhorse cost? It's got to be less than the armor, right? I'll say oh. half, so sixteen pounds. I'll say double, sixty-four Ooh. pounds. Yeah, I was gonna say like a warhorse isn't just like a breed of horse that you just go buy. It's got to have like training. What's it got to do? Just run. Just run at the enemy. I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be your horse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Give me some coconuts. Double sounds pretty good. <laughs> I'll, I'll say an even hundred. Adam's closest without going over. Wow. How close, though? A factor of three. <laughs> Whoa. An English knight's war horse could cost 300 pounds. Man, this is like one of those army games where you get a certain amount of resources it's like do i want 10 or one horse or 10 knights 
<laughs> you know, save up for that war elephant. Knights knights are eventually phased out of everything because, God, they cost so much money. I guess. So that's 308,877 pounds a day or $389,063. Yeah. I say it's pretty equal. It's always about a factor of 10. So it's like about four grand for an archer, 40 grand for a knight, and 400,000 for a horse. <laughs> But the thing is, if you had a good war horse and it sur- like it proved itself, you could sell that war horse, uh, war horse's sperm, war horse. rather. War it's studded out. Yeah, you, you stud out the horse, horse and get so much money. This is war sperm. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> Fires out. Where does the word chivalry come from? Hmm. Where? Where? England. <laughs> <laughs> Or is it Germany? Oh, God. Wait, so chival is got to be close to civil. So it's got to be the proper way of acting. Oh, I'm asking so, the country. Oh, then Germany. It's actually named after a knight, Joe Chivalry, <laughs> <laughs> who was known for his excellent behavior. Oh, please. Mr. Sh- Mr. Chivalry was my father. <laughs> Did you have an answer, Adam? I said England. Oh. You're all wrong. There are French knights, yo. Oh. Uh, so chivalry deri- derives from the French word, ch- word chevalier. Ooh, oh. I've heard that word. Meaning horseman, a knight, or gallant young man. Hmm. Mm. All these young men. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when you died of old age at like 27 in the Middle Ages, they were all pretty young. It's true. Was this a standardized code of chivalry? What is it? Or, what was, oh. or was there one? Was there one? Was there one? No, I'm going to say it changed depending on who you reported to. Yeah, seeing as how the knight can just kill the person that saves him, I'm going to say it was pretty loosey-goosey. <laughs> yeah, I think they were more like guidelines, as the saying goes. <laughs> yeah, you guys are right. A code of chivalry. 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 Oh, horse. <laughs> Sorry, I have French disease. <laughs> chivalry was supposed to be a code of contact, including, including courtly love. Ooh. Ooh. Knights were basically allowed to make their own code of chivalry? Steamy knights. <laughs> well, don't get too excited about courtly love. That was the sort where you admired someone from bef- afar and never had any contact with them. <laughs> Hope to catch a sight of their ankles. <laughs> or they had you cut off your own fingers. But romantically. <laughs> uh, so it varied wildly from person to person. Mm. To me, chivalry means kicking everyone in the shins. <laughs> <laughs> Shinvalry. <laughs> <laughs> So I got a couple true or false. Knights got to deserve. Deserve. I read ahead. Knights, Knights got, got to deserved. decide if their serfs could marry. Yeah, that sounds true. Yeah, the king could do it. I would yeah. Think. Serfs didn't have much power. Dude. Now you two kiss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't uh, think they could, like, arrange it, but I think they could say no. Hmm. So this is true, and Kelly is wrong. <laughs> oh. So a common pastime for the wife of a knight was matchmaking serfs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you two will have such cute babies. Well, our mystery guests enter, please. So knights and their wives also got to decide if serfs could travel, <laughs> which meant that most serfs lived their entire lives within five miles of the bed in which they were born. <laughs> Today, your legs don't work. Oh. <laughs> Well, no, if you wandered off and somebody was like, hey, papers. Slice, <laughs> slice. 
True or false, having more money meant you were better at jousting. Oh, you got to buy the nicest equipment, so sure. You can afford a really long stick. You get to you get to pay off the other guy. <laughs> I, I'd say yes. Cast the jousting rod out of your money. Just when you're about to make contact with the, the lance, you throw money in their face. <laughs> it was coined back then, so it was hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say so this, no. Uh, but, but it's true, Kelly. Yeah, well, I want to be contrary. <laughs> so while skill did have a thing in jousting, a poorer knight had to use the armor that they wore on the battlefield to joust? She carved out of a trash can. Yeah. A rich knight could afford armor that was designed to be about 100 pounds heavier. (laughs) (laughs) This is horse trundles towards the enemy. (laughs) This meant that the knight was completely immobile. (laughs) But if you could get a, if you could get a, a a lance in his hand. (laughs) So he's basically sitting inside a statue. (laughs) He would ride at you. You would hit him with your lance. It would break and he would not fall at all. (laughs) And he'd say, did you hear something? <laughs> so, yeah, like, if you had money, you could just buy very heavy armor. <laughs> Sorry, horse. <laughs> that ends our trivia. What do you I think? What? I think so. Yeah. Sorry, Kelly. I got that 32 right. <laughs> you had a heck no, of a call. Kelly wins for getting yeah. 32 exactly. <laughs> Take the rest of the night off. This isn't trivia, but what exactly is a night? Well, if it's not trivia, why do you want us to answer? <laughs> because it's fun for me. I thought you did all the work. <laughs> I did do all the work. Basically, a knight is an armored rich guy who got to fight on horseback. So does somebody okay. like at the top declare them or do they just like they make enough money like today? Now I am a knight. Uh, no, they are nobles or sons mm. of rich men who got mm. trained by knights. Yeah. So it's like lower class, middle class, knight class, upper class. <laughs> kind of. But the knights are still upper class. So if a knight has a kid, is that kid automatically a knight or do they have to go to night school? If he's a boy, well, no. Nope, I'm done. I'm walking that, away. That wasn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if a if like the son goes to like priest school, is he still a knight or uh, is gen- he a priest? So I, I I will talk on that. But generally, the sons of knights were trained to be knights by their fathers, or else. <laughs> we're going to talk about how one would become a knight. So to start off. People were trained to become knights when they were the sons of knights themselves or sons of the wealthy who could afford to pay a knight to train their boy. Sure. So you start your training at the age of 10 or sometimes as young as seven. Wow. By being a page. Does anybody know what a page is? It's a page and then squire. Yes. And then a young boy servant, isn't it? Yeah. I think the pages like carried (laughs) carried messages and they were cleaned things, that sort of thing. Yeah. It's like the assistant's assistant. Kelly's not wrong. So as a page, you received very minimal training in combat until the age of about 13. Until then, you waited table. The ripe old age of 13. (laughs) You acted as a stable hand. Or you ran any errand that the knight wanted you to run. You know, Andy, you could say Kelly is right. (laughs) Nah, you're mostly right. (laughs) That went on for about three years. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Next step was to become a squire. And as a mm-hmm. squire, your duties are to polish the knight's armor. Squeaky clean. Uh, you must look after his two or more horses. So knights had several horses. They had the prized war horse. Yeah. But they also had the horses that they had to ride outside of combat. <laughs> this is my convertible horse. 
This is like the warhorse rode in a carriage pulled by the other horses until he got <laughs> to the battlefield. The Cadillac of horses. <laughs> I think they're more like the Hummer of horses. <laughs> you gave him Hummers? No. Uh, <laughs> and then as a squire, you would wait for your knight to become too large and husk his armor, and then you'd crawl inside. <laughs> <laughs> and wait till you pupate into another knight. Yeah. <laughs> and then fly away. <laughs> uh, you got your knight dressed for battle. And you held his short, short his shield until he needed it. Surely. Actually. This is an important thing. Is that, oh my God, that it's so terrible. Anyway. See, there's a squire is like a mobile sheath. <laughs> a bit. So you were also in charge of the pages. So you got to take out all your frustrations on them by punishing <laughs> them when they did something wrong. Which I'm sure happened a lot for a 13 year old. I was an asshole in middle school. <laughs> yeah. When you're a squire, you also receive an education in etiquette. You learn to play music and you learn to dance. <laughs> I want to important skills for a night. How to look down at the masses. <laughs> you learn to read, write, and recite poetry. Mm. Although this could vary based on who is teaching you, you were either taught by the knight, a priest, or a, a courtly lady. A lady knight? No, <laughs> like a, a lady of the court. Oh. In that love court. <laughs> love court. <laughs> Love is in session. <laughs> so at this point, you'd also be taught to ride a horse and use two weapons. Ooh, two-handed fighting. No, uh, no, uh, one at a time, please. Oh. A lance and a sword. Okay. Any other weapons were deemed below you or cheating. Below you. I'm going to be a cheat knight. Can anybody guess what weapons were cheating? Bows I mean, and arrows. You just said everything else was. Yeah. Bows and arrows, yeah. Daggers? <laughs> The French and the English actually tried to ban crossbows and bows. Mm. Huh? Yeah. Because they beat armor. Yeah, ticket sales went way down when the army started fighting with bows and arrows. So, <laughs> <laughs> No fair, it punctures my armor. <laughs> so when an actual battle came around, a squire would ride just ahead of a knight. Oh no, <laughs> that's a bad place. In bright clothing. <laughs> <laughs> what do these red circles on my clothes mean, sir? And they would carry... All their gear plus three, uh, three or four extra horses. They would carry <laughs> oh Just in case the knight needed them. <laughs> Page under each arm. <laughs> when the knight saw another knight, because everybody else was beneath them, you would give him his lancer sword and his shield and then get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> so the only reason to have knights on the battlefield was to take out other knights on the battlefield? Pretty much. Like I said, <laughs> if you were a commoner and you killed a knight, you might be killed by your own people for killing a knight. Wow. Because those were nobles and you are just so common. Were you like a commander if you were a knight? Like, were you commanding the common folk? Like, you, you go that way, you go that way? You were a noble that had armor and a horse. <laughs> like, the, the general in charge of the whole thing would probably be a knight. But yeah. otherwise, knights didn't work so well together because they weren't trained together. Yeah. So you were released on the battlefield to fight as you did. <laughs> well, outside of mating season, knights fight like cats and dogs, so you can't let them get near each other. Yeah, they're solo hunters. Sounds like a useful uh, class of <laughs> oh, no, humans they were great. to have running around. <laughs> well, you have to have nobles, right, Kelly? Yes. The whole thing works. <laughs> what else would we eat if not the rich? <laughs> <laughs> if they were wounded by the other knight, you were responsible for dragging his heavy armored ass off the battlefield. <laughs> All these squires must be jacked. <laughs> or leaving him there if you didn't like him that much. <laughs> oh, yeah, he died out there. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, no. I'm still alive. 
I can still hear his voice. (laughs) (laughs) Around the age of 18, if you survived riding in front of the knight in front of a bunch of battles, you could become a knight. Cool. However, take the rest of the year off. (laughs) You could probably become a quarterback, too, at that point. (laughs) (laughs) This was entirely up to the knight who was training you. Oh, if he didn't like you or he just thought you were a really great squire. (laughs) (laughs) You want to be good, but not too good. (laughs) He could keep you as a squire for the rest of your life. An old man squire. (laughs) (laughs) It's a 40 year old man hanging out with all these 13 year old kids. Any day now. (laughs) I'm going to go up to the big leagues. So squires who couldn't cut it, like their knights were like, you suck. (laughs) Or squires who got fed up when they were 30 and their knight wouldn't let them go. (laughs) You know what? You're a page again. (laughs) (laughs) We're expected to become priests or to go into law. Okay. Demoting you to lawyer. (laughs) No! Well, they've been given an education so they could do those things. You're too smart to be a priest. (laughs) <laughs> Could anybody explain to me the what we know as knighting someone right now? How it works? Yeah. Explain to me the ceremony. It's when the queen gently threatens you with a sword. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's elderly Don't enough, I imagine someone else shit. holding her hand for her. <laughs> yeah. She's got those bionic reinforcements, so she's steady yeah. as a rock. <laughs> now, that eventually became the thing because originally... A squire was ready to become a knight when his armor had buckled against a weapon in battle. Oh, okay. Which eventually turned in to, I will slap my squire so hard (laughs) and then hit him on the shoulder with a sword blunt end. And then he's a knight. (laughs) Once the stars go away. This is the start of hazing. It was supposed to be a very light hit in the face because this was supposed to be the last hit you took before you could hit back. Uh, So make it count. Hold real still. Unfortunately for some squires... (laughs) They had glass jaws. Well, their knight had been paid by the squire's family to raise them, and the knight didn't like them. So they'd put on a gauntlet (laughs) and just wail you. (laughs) And then tap you with a sword and be like, knight, enjoy your broken jaw. (laughs) Dip their hand once in tar and then again in broken glass. They just put on that jousting armor. <laughs> and tip over on them. <laughs> During their 40, 40, 40 days of work, what does a knight do? Apparently they fight other knights. If a war wasn't going on, they, they didn't do that. That's they, what I would do. I would just find other knights to fight. There's renaissance fairs going on all the time, so they must have just toured around going to them. Just burst into a renaissance fair and kill everyone that looks like a knight. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly is correct. Yes, indeed she is. The least wrong of all of us. If a war wasn't going on, you had to tend to your lands, of course. But you also had to take your lord out for a hunt or, I don't know, ride around and say, Good job, sirs! (laughs) Nice dinner. In between this, if a knight was bored, it was not uncommon for him to summon up some of his buddies and say, Hey, let's go stand on a bridge that everybody walks by. And if another knight walks by, we're going to insult him till he has to fight me. So, okay. (laughs) Just a, they become an entourage in between wars. <laughs> or they'd insult their, the knight's lady until they had to defend their honor, of course. <laughs> or if a knight wasn't available to taunt, you might just start harassing women until they had to give you an article of their clothing. That's weird. Which they yeah. can only get back by going to a knight and saying, hey, another knight took my bra. <laughs> this is a weird rule system. <laughs> 
I wasn't aware that was one of the functions of knights. It's not a function. They only work established days that they kind of make up these rules, though. I mean, if a knight comes up to you and says, "You have to give me a piece of clothing," it's the rules. <laughs> True, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I haven't heard that. Chivalry only mattered when you wanted it to. It wasn't enforceable, so nobody wrote it down, <laughs> and they couldn't read it anyway. See, so yeah, knights were basically dicks. Yeah, but I have some knights here that aren't dicks. Okay, essentially. So I've got three knights for you. Well, one of them's almost a knight. Someday now. <laughs> So I'm going to start with the English knight, William Marshall. No jokes about Marshall. Oh, Bill uh, Marshall. We are William Marshall. <laughs> who was a minor noble who was made into a knight, like his family paid in and trained by a knight, all that stuff. Although his family wasn't too rich, he was able to win a ton of jousting tournaments, not using the heavy armor that most people used, but skill. Ah. Ooh, novel. I've heard of this. <laughs> Trickery. <laughs> These are rich. <laughs> we just learned to stab the horse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That horse costs so much money. Yeah, that knight's going to go broke. The more money he won and the more tournaments he won, he attracted more and more attention until King Richard I said, oh, man, this guy is just the best. He's got knight written all over him. So Richard was like, oh, God, you seem like a poor noble. Tell you what, I'm going to set you up with Isabel de Clare. And you can't deny the king. Yeah. Sure. We're married now. Yeah. Well, the knights get to yeah. tell the peasants who to marry, but the king gets to tell the knights. <laughs> she was the wealthiest heiress in all of Wales and Ireland. Not bad. What did she think of William? <laughs> she well, said, I couldn't find anything on that. <laughs> who Funny, cares what women down. think? Which, all of a sudden, William was very, very wealthy, and the Earl of Pembroke. <laughs> he gets all those corgis. <laughs> yes, he got all the corgis. <laughs> William would go would go on to serve five kings over the course of his entire life. Well, those kings didn't last long. I, I wonder if say, it was William's fault. <laughs> that's a lot of kings. He's not defending them very well. Maybe yeah. he's a really old knight. <laughs> he would be one of the people that negotiated the Magna Carta. Wow, that's cool. And he became the regent of England for Henry III, who was only nine years old. <laughs> and... When a bunch of nobles said, hey, that guy's nine years old, we should kill him and one of us can become king. William went out and killed a bunch of them. <laughs> Maybe you should be the king. <laughs> <laughs> so William was kind of cool. Like I said, a bunch of this stuff is not written down very well. And, and if it is, it's romanticized, like, wildly. It's just a series of tapestries. Yeah, old Billy got to write those history books, so. <laughs> so I'm going to stumble on all of these French words. But the next you, man we have is Geoffroy de Charny. You were doing so well with the French words earlier. <laughs> Jeff the Sharp, they called him. <laughs> and this man is everything you would like in a romanticized knight. <laughs> Long flowing hair. How do you know what Probably. I want? Shiny armor. All of those things. A white horse. <laughs> Proficient with the loot. <laughs> Stays a reasonable distance away from me at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Knows an appropriate amount of sonnets. <laughs> so he was a French knight who was so damn chivalrous, he was captured on at least two occasions that we know of, where the people who captured him said, hey, we want a ransom. He said, okay, if you let me go, I'll get your ransom. And they <laughs> I did. I promise. <laughs> and he did. Wow. So is that a pinky swear? <laughs> the, dude, the dude was true to his word all the time. <laughs> I mean... He wasn't a completely forgiving person. Hmm. 
At one point, he was betrayed by Amari of Pavia when he was attempting to capture the city of Callias. I don't know the country. Somewhere. <laughs> Callias? The Callias? Globe. California. So, Jeff Watt? <laughs> Probably Jeffrey. <laughs> if I look at it again. <laughs> G E O F F R O I. Jeffrey. <laughs> Let a nighttime raid on this man's castle, captured him, quartered him. Ooh. Oh. Put him up on the castle gates for everyone to see. Yeah, All four of Jeffrey. them. Go, Jeffro! But <laughs> most people would kill the man's family and all that because it would be revenge. And Jeffro said, no, this is a personal matter. You can keep your castle and your lands. Just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and don't take that body down. Which is considered chivalrous. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda, I guess. Well, he could have taken the castle and been like, yeah, everybody he, out. He could have been much worse. You'd think he would have taken out his anger on those people that uh, kidnapped him, though. <laughs> no, because a lot of knights would get kidnapped, and the thing was, you would ransom them. Like, you weren't allowed to kill knights. Wait, so it wasn't the princesses getting ki- kidnapped and ransomed? It was the knights? <laughs> uh, what? That's sexism rewriting history right there. <laughs> well, knights got ransomed more often than princesses, and war horses got ransomed way more than knights. <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> well, no, they didn't get their horses back. Like, those are really expensive. That's a nice I'll horse. I'll keep that. No, if you captured a knight, then you were expected to keep him until somebody could pay ransom, or maybe you could convince him to join your side? But I don't know how to take care of a knight. <laughs> it's a lot of responsibility. Well, feed him other knights. <laughs> this is like Pokemon. As we learned in our uh, piracy episode, if you get uh, captured by the wrong French noblewoman, she might not care whether you should be ransomed or not. Yep. <laughs> Jeff Wa would go on to write three books on chivalry in an attempt to codify chivalry, but it didn't really take. <laughs> oh, poor Jeff Wa's legacy. Yeah he really wanted to make knights a symbol of the realm so he was like every knight should wear white and red Mm. white representing purity sure and red representing a willingness to shed blood yeah and red because I got blood on my white uniform (laughs) (laughs) those seemed like different ideals to me but hey (laughs) the problem being it complimented his skin tone but nobody else's (laughs) I'm the purest murderer you'll ever find (laughs) In a throwback to a previous episode, he was the first owner of the Shroud of Turin. Ah, or was he? Or one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although she wasn't actually ever made a knight, I'm going to talk about Joan of Arc. Oh, yeah. At the age of 13, young Joan started to hear voices in her head, which any person at that time would say, oh, God's talking to me. <laughs> yeah. That's not the crazy seeping in. Especially if the voice says, hi, Joan, this is God talking to you. (laughs) Is this thing on? Hello? Huh? Okay. No, that's Spanish. (laughs) In her very first vision, in her father's garden, she saw St. Michael, St. Catherine, and St. Margaret. And those three don't even get along. (laughs) And they said, drive the English out of France. You have 24 hours. Goodbye. (laughs) So she tried for a while to get in with the Dauphin of France, which is the heir apparent to the throne of France. She also just tried going around and kicking any English person she saw. Yeah, <laughs> get out. Shoot. Eventually, she got in with good with two knights who brought her to Charles, and she saw. She said, "God demanded that we battle the English and drive them out to take you to Rhymes to be consecrated, so you may be king." Oh well, if God said so. <laughs> 
Charles said, I'm about to be king, and I'd like to be consecrated by God. <laughs> well, if God said so. It'd look good on my resume. <laughs> and I'm going to, I've been messing up this word all day. So he sent her to a couple theologians. Okay. And he said, hey, can you tell me if God's talking to her or if the devil's talking to her? <laughs> Get out your Godometer. <laughs> Because if the devil's talking to her, then this is really bad. <laughs> if it's the devil, I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> they arrived on the fact that she was very good and said, quote, to doubt her or abandon her would to become unworthy of God's aid. Mm. Wow. So, or the devil's. Char- We're not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Charles put her in armor and off she went. Clunk, 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 clunk. <laughs> The extent of her participation in battle would essentially be to just carry a big old banner. That's yeah. an important job, too. Didn't she, like, convince him to start using bows and arrows? <laughs> she would give strategic advice to the people running the military campaigns and be like, well, God's talking to, to her. We should listen to her. So, yeah, bows and arrows. And, like, she would suggest strategic things that would just magically work. Huh. Hmm. Well, this isn't surprising. As we've established, God was talking to her. Yeah, yeah. he knows what's up. Uh, and she was also she would also before the battle whip the men into a religious fervor. <laughs> it's like the coach talking them up before the big game. <laughs> yeah, and then they would fight for God, and who else? Like, who bigger to fight for? Yeah, God hates England. Everyone knows this. <laughs> well, go out there for the big G. And to win this one for the Gipper. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Make That's a joke. all I had. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, hard, it's hard to joke with Adam when he's far away. That's true. It breaks my heart to see you two apart. Uh, I know. Eventually, they didn't indeed retake rhymes and perform the consecration on King Charles VII of France. What a guy. King Charles. Sure. At what point did they then decide that instead of continuing to listen to her, they would burn her at the stake? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's not the French who did that. So they kept yeah, on sending her out right. on campaigns, and she was eventually captured by the English. Ah. I'll show you bows and arrows. Who charged her with heresy because obviously God hated the French. <laughs> In fact, they did kind of a gotcha question. is like, does God love you? To which the answer, if it was yes or no, was wrong. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> she answered with both yes and no, essentially like, well, if God loves me, then he does. And if he doesn't, then he doesn't. I don't really know. Oh, wow. <laughs> which made they the persecutor go, oh, shit. Uh. Light on fire. Okay. Uh, no, well, she was found guilty of heresy, but heresy wasn't a, an executable crime. Hmm. That's surprising. But I mean, we've learned that jumping in front of a knight can be an executable crime, so it <laughs> feels like they've got some, some leeway here. Ah, uh, but it's just the first count of heresy that's not executable. Oh. oh. I'm sure another one will happen pretty quick. <laughs> they, they did find that she was wearing male clothing a lot. Oh. Because... A bunch of English nobles tried to rape her in prison. So she put on pants. So she did indeed put on pants, which was a slide back into heresy. (laughs) That's all it takes. And therefore she could be burned at the stake. Two counts of heresy. Yay. Yay. We were about to let you go, but we noticed you have some khakis on. (laughs) (laughs) So they burned her at the stake on May 30th, 1431. She was given several crosses by the nearby priests who were like, please don't burn this lady. (laughs) (laughs) The guy who actually burned her said he feared for his soul for the rest of his life as he had burned a holy woman. <laughs> said, well, well, the priests are running up to her and be like, could you put in a good word? <laughs> well, listen, this is not my idea. I just want to say that up front. <laughs> On the plus side, she was, she was retried 
about 40 years later and found innocent. Oh, oh good. good. So there's always I'm that. Sh- I'm Let sure she color. found that very comforting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to feel about Joan of Arc, because, like, she shouldn't have been as capable or as knowledgeable as she was. Well, I'd heard that when she, like, got declared the head of that army or whatever, or the advisor, that they're like, hey, here's a sword. And she's like, no, no, I don't want that sword. Nope. I want that this special sword that's hidden in this field off somewhere. And she just like walked out and like stuck her hand in the ground and pulled up this legendary sword that they'd been looking for for like 300 years. It's a heck not of a party I, trick. Not that I know of, but she she disdained swords and stuff. And like, she, like I said, her job was to ride at the head of everything, carrying a big French banner going, fuck yeah, God! <laughs> And strumming her guitar. I only use free-range swords. <laughs> um, does anybody have any night, night stories? stories? <laughs> Slightly more likely than queens, but still a no for me. <laughs> no, I don't. Can't say that I do. Yeah, I'm definitely at least three degrees of separation from any night. <laughs> yeah, right, me too. Yeah. Well, your grandma met Obama. I'm sure he met a knight. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. I think I know someone who knows knights, but I did meet like still a few degrees of separation. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, I was in New York and he was coming out of a building and we swarmed him and he told us to, quote, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Which That's I completely perfect. understand being surrounded by 14 year olds. <laughs> so chivalrous. There was the one time that uh, I'll never forgive my brother-in-law for when uh, Patrick Stewart showed up at the car museum and he didn't call me immediately to get down there. <laughs> I heard a story once from a guy that I worked with that he went to a Star Trek convention and I guess it was just after the first X-Men had come out and there was a big line to see Patrick Stewart and him and his friends were waiting in line to see him and they were just talking about the new X-Men movie and I guess they got to the front of the line and Patrick Stewart overheard them talking about it. And so he started talking to them about that movie and he was just so overjoyed to not be talking about Star Trek for five <laughs> seconds that he invited them out to dinner. Whoa. <laughs> and so they met him for dinner later that night. And I guess Patrick Stewart's th- whole thing that he talked about during dinner was like, why do you people like me so much? <laughs> like, oh my God. Just, Are like, you me? He's been reading Shakespeare's sonnets this entire lockdown. Yeah, he he's, seems he's like apparently, such a sweet guy. Yeah, and apparently he was super nice and super polite and just like just yeah, he seems really, super cool, really great. And that's reason enough to like you, Pat. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> he shouldn't be a knight like then, because we've established that knights are awful. <laughs> well, current day knights apparently not. Current day knights are actors <laughs> <laughs> or musicians. Oh, that's true. So I guess it's time for what are your morals worth? So how much do I have to pay you to do the whole page slash squire thing with no guarantee that you'll ever become a knight? Uh, It's just like, am I just waiting for that punch in the face one day to get me out of it? Yeah. Am I starting at 10? Yeah. Let's rewind time a bit. Man. And they didn't get paid very well, right? Well, pages didn't get paid anything. No, you were paying the knight. (laughs) Unless you were Uh, a son. Yeah. This sounds like, like military school or something, but worse. Well, and if you're a page, you're getting beaten by a squire who's getting beaten by a knight. <laughs> yeah, so between the two, I'm definitely taking squire. I'm going to work for Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to intern yeah. with him first. I'll learn French. I mean, I don't know how I would do with this when I was like 13, but I'm pretty good at like getting into my boss's head and finding out, you know, what they expect and what they want. So 
I feel like I could work my way out of this pretty quick. That's, that's a good point. I feel like I'd be a good assistant. Yeah, yeah. unless I was too good. I am also a good yes man. <laughs> I mean, I can, not, job, I can do the yes man thing for a while, right up until the point. Well, I'm not a very good yes man. I'm just very good at like somebody has a drink of water every time at this day. Like I'll make a note of that and I'll have that water ready. You know, yeah, you have to anticipate like, their needs and yeah. be there without being there. Mm-hmm. It's be rough on me because they won't make me a knight no matter what. <laughs> They'll just burn me at the stake. <laughs> <laughs> just tell them God told them to make them do it. God said yeah, not Just to. tell them God said so. <laughs> or was it the devil? Which ones might intimidate you more? <laughs> <laughs> they Which both one? said it. <laughs> I heard from both God and the devil, and they said you're fucked. Well, you know, I'd say if you, if I'm, let's say I'm doing this through, you know, like high school. And I, let's let's say if I could do this for a college education and I got to go just scot-free to college afterwards. So I think my college was like some neighborhood of 50,000. So if I got to live for free that whole time and then when I got done, they just handed me 50 grand and I was like 18. I think I'd do that. I mean, you do have to work 40 days out of the year, Sean. That's <laughs> not bad. I want more. <laughs> well, yeah. But how much more? Oh, it's a lot of work. I am fragile and weak and sad, and people are mean to me anyway. Yeah, so. It's yep. going to be really tough work. Depending on where you are in medieval times, riding in front of somebody means either arrows or angry swordsmen. Yeah, I'll take a hu- uh, 500000 So This is for a year's worth of work or just a one-time payment? Oh, no, you're, I think you're it's from age 10 to uh, you graduate. You're a squire now, Adam. If you quit, you become a priest. That's not a bad gig either. <laughs> All the little boys you can eat. <laughs> uh, I don't know, hundred thousand. See, I'm with Kelly. Like, I I'm not gonna ride in front of some asshole <laughs> carrying his shit. <laughs> uh, does the hundred thousand include hazard pay? No. More than that to be a sherpa. That's just your pay. You don't get hazard pay. What's hazard pay? I'm gonna go with Kelly. Like five hundred thousand, because I am not paid enough to take an arrow to the chest for some dick. <laughs> but at 500000 you would be. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> so if that's all we have for this week, I would like to thank my co-host for being here. I would like to thank our knightly editor, Gerard, for slicing this with his mighty sword. <laughs> I'd have gone with Noble. I would like to thank our patrons for, uh, I don't know, squiring for us. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for carrying our shield. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, we are at Acid Pop Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. We have a Reddit at our Acid Pop Podcast. You can contact us on Gmail at acidpoppodcast at gmail.com. And unless anybody else has anything, you're good. You did fantastic, sir. Until next week, remember to be chivalrous like GF. Bye.